0: Well, welcome back to the podcast on this Monday. I hope your Monday's been going well. Uh, My Monday's been busy, and that's why the uh, podcast is getting out early this evening rather than uh, this morning. And so as we dive in today, we are looking at Numbers chapter 16, verses 1 through 7. Friday, we ended off with this chapter, and we took a big picture look at a doctrinal and theological look at what goes on in this chapter, but we're going to start walking through it today. Like we often do. And so let me read these first seven verses and then we'll dive into them today. Now, Korah, the son of Ahizar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, so he's a Levite, with Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Peleth, the sons of Reuben, took men and they rose up before Moses with some of the children of Israel, 250 leaders of the congregation, representatives of the congregation men of renown they gathered together against moses and aaron and said to them you take too much upon yourselves for all the congregation is holy every one of them and the lord is among them why do you exalt yourselves above the assembly of the lord so moses when he heard it fell On his face and spoke to Korah and all his company, saying, Tomorrow morning the Lord will show who is his and who is holy and will cause him to come near him. That one whom he chooses, he will cause to come near him. Do this, take censers, Korah and all your company, put fire in them and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow, and it shall be that the man to whom the Lord chooses is the holy one. You take too much upon yourselves, you sons of Levi. So some things that we observe as the stage is being set in this chapter is what is known as Korah's rebellion, most likely, in the heading of your Bible, is led by Korah along with three other men that are named Dathan, Abiram, and on. Um, Now, Korah is a Levite, we learn, and these other guys appear that they are sons of Reuben. Now, the Levites were the chosen priestly and somewhat... uh, leader clan, if you will. Moses and Aaron were both of that clan. Moses was not serving as a priest, but he was serving as a leader. And at this time, the Levites are leading. However, one day Judah will be the one to rule, for a prophecy has already been given that the scepter shall lie with Judah, and David will ultimately come through that, and then ultimately our Lord Jesus Christ will come through that tribe and that lineage. However, Reuben was the very first tribe lost his birthright, lost his ability because of his sin of taking his father's concubine. And we've looked at that in the past. He lost his position, uh, so to speak, his right of authority because of sin. And here his descendants are not happy with not having authority. Dathan and Byron on. And we find out that these four men that are mentioned are kind of like the ringleaders among 250 other power players in the congregation they are representatives of the congregation apparently so this is some type of democratic political coup that hey we're important too and we should have a slice of this authority the accusation is made that Moses and Aaron have too much authority and so the emphasis of Korah and the other guys the 250 the emphasis of their complaint is that they want some equality they want some sharing of the power they want some entitlement to more power for themselves as they are rebelling. And Moses, I think, we really see respond in humility. I don't know about you, but that's probably not my first response. Right? It, it really would take a lot of humility to have the response that Moses has here. He's not acting in the flesh. What does he do? He falls on his face. I really think that's a symbol of his humility. And he submits to the Lord's examination. He says, okay, here's what we're going to do. Tomorrow, you're going to take some incense before the Lord, and the Lord's going to choose who can approach him. The Lord's going to take care of this matter. So those are the things we see happening in this passage. What are some applications for us? Well, something we've continued to see is how we relate to authority reveals a lot about our spirituality. We cannot assume Presume or worship in the way we fashion. We must approach the Lord on His terms. We can't assume authority that God has not called us to and given us. We cannot presume upon the Lord and go do our own thing, run back to Egypt, select our own leaders, and do what we want to do, presuming that we know the Lord's will rather than waiting upon Him and seeking His face. And we also can't worship the Lord in our own. Way. We, we can't just choose to worship Him however strikes our fancy in whatever fashion and form we want to. We must approach Him on His terms. Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. It is only by His blood that we have our sins atoned for. He's the only one that gives us access to God. There's no other way. We, we can't serve God in a, a way that may quote unquote be culturally relevant. We must serve the Lord on the basis of what the scriptures tell us. We must worship Him in holiness and in spirit and in truth. Another thing that I think we see by way of application is a very key reminder that the Lord will exercise vengeance. We don't have to. And as we close in prayer today, I want to highlight Jesus and what he says in Luke chapter 6, verses 27 through 36. And so I'm going to read this. And would you prayerfully consider this and then move into your own prayer time as we close out today. But I believe this is a very good passage which helps us see how Moses responded as well as how we are called to respond in these difficult situations should we encounter them. Our Lord says... But I say to you, who hear, Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, Bless those who curse you, And pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on one cheek, Offer him the other also. And to him who takes away your cloak, Do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks you, And from him who takes away your goods, Do not ask them back. And just as you would want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. For if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even the sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you? For even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back. But love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and the evil, therefore be merciful, just as your Father also is merciful. This podcast has been brought to you by FMM, focusing on the Mark Ministries. Keep living a Matthew six hundred thirty three life until he comes. Check out more at Gin one to rev twenty two